Hello, dear Nymphos. I'm Polina, and this is the first pilot episode of the Nympho Life podcast. It took me a very long time to get all my bravery together and record it, and consequentially, of course, put it out there, because I was too scared that it won't be good enough and won't qualify to my standards. But my amazing friends told me just to do it, put it out there, and not be scared to fail or that it won't be good enough. So here I am doing this. And uh, I would like to hear your feedback, of course, afterwards. But let's begin. My name is Polina. I'm from Minsk, Belarus. But for the last 10 years, I live in Prague, Czech Republic, an amazing city of scene and architectural masterpieces. And as many of you might know, I'm the founder of the Nymphalife Instagram page and also a Nymphalife store, the brand, clothing brand. Um, how did I start this and how did Nymphalife came about? Well, as almost uh, as long as I remember myself, I was always really curious and really excited about learning about sexuality and sex and porn and everything connected to this kind of mysterious world that I wasn't part of yet when I was a kid. So I guess my, I don't really remember what age I was when I first learned about sex. I do remember finding condoms in my parents' wardrobe and not just a pack, but three packs, uh, which was like a wholesale package, 12 packs uh, with three condoms in, in each one. And I guess this already kind of shaped my idea that sex is absolutely normal and absolutely should be happening when it comes to romantic relationships or marriage. Uh, so that's why I was already kind of very much curious about this. Um, I guess first time I learned what sex is, I was maybe six. Yes, the Eastern world, we do everything very early. <laughs> um, I don't remember where. Of course, it could have been street knowledge. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, somehow I knew that this is something sacred and yet something really appealing. It was a really appealing thing to me. When I was around 10, I think this was the first time I watched porn. Uh, it happened in a way where we had, we had already internet at that time, I was born in 94, but uh, no one really knew how to use it or what to search in search engines. So it was a, a so-called alien network, which connected the computers in our neighborhood. And there was a guy with an open access to the folders on his computer. So you basically, you could see all the computers in the neighborhood whoever was connected to this network. And this guy, his nickname was Cop. Ironically, <laughs> he had a folder with porn and there were like what feel, felt like terabytes of porn. But uh, at the time, of course, if you just open the folder, you cannot even see the preview. It was just the name and just an icon. So you had to be prepared for a surprise. So me and my bestie who lived uh, basically on the same floor, in our apartment house, uh, we would just come over to my place and 
watched porn. Two girls, 10, 11 years old. And of course, I never stopped since then. I love porn. I think porn is very important, especially it's very important to know what to look for it and where to get inspiration and where to actually do reality check on what is real and what is not. So this was pretty much my bringing <laughs> uh, a lot of uh, curiosity, a lot of um, excitement about what sex would be when I would actually start having it and having romantic relationships and exploring my body and everything. Um, and this is what I wanna really openly share with, with my community because a lot of things are not written or even some things that I tried to read about were not providing, let's say, the proper information. So for example, um, I lost my virginity when I was 19, almost 20. And uh, I thought that I never had an orgasm for the first three years of my sexual life. And even though I loved having sex, it was really still, I, it really became reality what I always thought it would be, that it would be really inspirational, that it will bring you so much joy and enjoy, yeah, enjoying my body and the element of sensuality and romantic relationships in it. But I thought to myself, what is wrong with me? Because I've always, I, my body should have been built for having orgasms because for so long I was curious about it and I knew already so much. I knew, I thought I knew so much, but here you go. I'm having sex. I love it. But where's the orgasm? And, uh, I was, uh, trying to find the answers. One answer uh, that I found, uh, and I guess the most common answer you can find whenever I search for this topic, was that, oh, try masturbating. And I was like, um, yeah, but like I'm doing it since I'm, um, I don't know, maybe 13 and maybe some conscious lives. Or that back in the time when I didn't know what masturbation is, then maybe even from seven, so I didn't answer my question, where is my orgasm? Um, so then I tried to ask friends, girlfriends. Luckily, I always have been super open and excited to discuss the topic of sex and ask for experience, about experiences of my friends and girlfriends, male and female. So I asked my girlfriends, how does the, the orgasm feel for you? And um, the answer would be, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Someone would describe it as a lightning just going through your body. Someone would describe it as a tide or wave. Someone would see God or cosmos or whatever. And I was like, hmm, that's strange. I mean, I've never, I would love to experience this intensity, but whenever I would have sex with a partner or masturbate, it would be, it would feel that I reach a certain point and that I cannot kind of pass through this threshold. Um, so yeah, I just didn't know what's wrong with me. What, what am I doing wrong? Where is the, what is the problem? So I thought that I just somehow has to push through this moment where I cannot 
I haven't been able to push through before to get the orgasm. Uh, and then one day I was uh, having a beer in the park with my friend and his girlfriend. And he somehow meant, because I, we have also very close relationships with him as friends. Um, so he knew about this of my problem, let's say, not the problem, but like that this has been bothering me and this has been challenging me somehow to figure it out how to get the orgasm. So we've been talking and she was like, hey, Polly, um, he told me this about you, that you've never had an orgasm. Uh, and I was like, yes, that that's true. Uh, and somehow I started talking about it. And as in my usual way, I asked her as well, what do you feel when you have an orgasm? How do you know that you had it? And she goes, it's really easy. Uh, whenever I have it afterwards, right afterwards, I see the muscles in my pussy contracting. And it was the breakthrough. Because, <laughs> because I realized, I realized that all this time I hid it. I had the muscles contractions, but it just, what the problem was is that I felt that the orgasm has to be exactly this, something groundbreaking, where you really just like feel it with all your body shaking, forgetting your name, see God. But actually, <laughs> yes, there are orgasms like this, but there are also small ones and quick ones and light ones. Like one of my friends says, it's like a sneeze, like, and that's it, and you're done. And I had all of this with myself and with the partner, but because, and remember about this threshold that I thought I couldn't pull through, um, I thought that the problem was that something is wrong, that the orgasm is behind this threshold, but actually this threshold, it was it. But because I was focused that it's something else, something I imagined, which was not somehow corresponding to what my body was feeling, and I was overthinking to get there, I was actually, was kind of failing to notice that I actually had it. So um, this amazing story of mine and my experience actually taught me a lot about how little we talk about sexuality, sharing our personal experiences with other people, which I truly believe is, is not a must unless the person is comfortable. But there is not enough education on this topic in schools. Uh, people can go online to read something blindly and still be closed with themselves if something is bothering them or if something that they feel is not normal, even though I truly believe that this norm is a very questionable concept in terms of sexuality. I don't think it should exist. Uh, but the bottom line is that we need to talk and we need to be talking about sexual experiences and we need not to be ashamed to ask questions and not feel somehow um, alienated or isolated 
in all topics that are connected to sexuality with other people or with yourself. And this has been really my life goal and I hope will be for years to come to develop the concept that sexuality needs to, the to talking about sexuality needs to be normalized and the concept of shame or sexual shame should be defined and this is the reason why i would love to start this podcast of course with support of my amazing nympho life community and all my friends I would like to share my personal experiences, hear about the personal experiences of my friends, but also share with you really news about um, sex or new technology, research, maybe some, um, some new trends even. Um, of course, also talk about my also favorite topics, which are erotic art and erotic photography. Uh, read some quotes to you perhaps uh, exactly what I'm doing on my Nympho Life Instagram page. And um, of course, eventually uh, answer your questions um, and hear your confessions as well. So I hope that uh, you will like this first episode uh, and please send me questions via Instagram uh, or the topics uh, you would like to hear about on this podcast um, and I am looking forward to the next episode and thank you so much.